Hello and welcome back to the Adult and Autistic Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Grant, and in today's episode I'm joined by autistic entrepreneur Jade Murray. Now Jade is responsible for her own income and I thought it'd be really interesting to get her take on how she stays motivated, how she find it how she found setting up her own business, and you know, just get another voice thrown into this conversation that we're having over here. So all of Jade's social links will be linked in the show notes and if you listen on YouTube in the description box. So I'm Jade Marie. Uh, I'm a mental health and autism awareness blogger at jademarie.co.uk. Little shameless plug. Um, <laughs> I actually didn't know about autism until I was in my early 20s. I was working, uh, I won't name the place, but I was working somewhere. And at the time, I was struggling a little, but not too, not too badly, thankfully. Uh, and we got moved over to a different department for two weeks and one of the guys there was actually autistic himself I was moved into his department for two weeks and I'd noticed that obviously I was a little bit different um I didn't quite fit in like all through my childhood never really knew why it was just sort of like I'm different okay I'll deal with that and when I was in this department I noticed that this guy was also a little bit different a little bit more like me uh we got talking he was helping me kind of like adjust to being in this new department for this short period of time. By the end of this first week, he came and sat with me at dinner and he just turned around and said, oh, it's so nice to have a fellow autistic working <laughs> with us. And I'm just sat there like, well, what's an autistic? <laughs> so he sat there and explained it all. I think I was there for like the whole hour dinner break, just talking to him about what autism was. And I think that was either the Thursday or the Friday. And I spent the entire weekend sort of Googling autism, seeing what I could find on the internet. And by that Sunday when I went back, uh, by the Monday when I went back to work, I was just like, yeah, this is me. I'm autistic. (laughs) Like I tick almost every box. And it was just so refreshing to actually kind of understand why I was the way I was. Because I spent most of my childhood thinking, why am I so different to everyone else? And then to kind of have a name to put to it, it was it was fantastic. What were your initial reactions when he came up to you and like at dinner? I was kind of confused more than anything else because um, I genuinely don't think I'd ever heard of autism before, or if I had, it had maybe been in passing, you know, not really paid much attention to it. Yeah. And when he actually started explaining what it was, it was almost like relief because this person was just explaining my entire childhood and you know like teenage years and even my early 20s so it was definitely a relief to know that there was an actual reason why I was like that <laughs> yeah giving reason to how you'd been in the past and like the difference people pointed out but didn't have a label for yeah definitely um, so what motivated you to start blogging around autism and mental health I started my mental health blog when I was in my second year of uni I was doing graphic design and photography at the time and our final project was basically do whatever you like and I I love those kind of projects because I've always got the most out of the way out ideas and this one was I wanted to do a mental health app and it was kind of like if you've ever heard of a happy jar so it's basically where you put all your happy memories into either an actual physical jar or maybe you write it down on your phone for example and it's when you're feeling like depressed or anxious or if you're feeling kind of worthless. I know I struggle a lot with thinking that I haven't achieved much. 
Uh, mm-hmm. So what I use this for mostly is I will look at everything that I've achieved or like the fact that I've been able to go out to gigs that I've never I've never thought I'd be able to do all sorts of things. And you just look at those things when you're feeling down. And it can really help to okay. like put things into perspective. But obviously the problem with an actual physical jar is you can't carry that around with you everywhere. It'd be a bit awkward. Yeah. So I thought, well, for my project, I could create an app that lets you do that on your phone. I didn't make the actual app itself like a fully functioning one because being coding don't get on very well. <laughs> but I designed a prototype that did actually, you could click through and use it. And as part of that, I actually just found Hannah Gale's blog probably a few weeks before that. Someone had shared it on, the Facebook, uh, on their Facebook profile and that's the first I'd ever heard of blogs. Um, you can probably yeah. tell I'm not one for the internet, really, especially pre-then. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of fell down the rabbit hole of that, reading all her content. I must have spent like a good two hours on her site. <laughs> and I thought, this is amazing. I really want to start one myself. And I thought it would be really good to tie in with the project that I was doing. So kind of like tie in with the mental health aspect, kind of talk about the project kind of use it as a bit of a diver and mm-hmm. it just sort of expanded from there and I realized I mean I didn't think anyone was ever going to read it I thought it would be like be my best friend and maybe a few of her friends and yeah. then suddenly I was getting actual readers and comments and people following me on social media and I kind of just sat back and thought oh people are actually interested in what I'm writing and it kind of just took off from there I took it a little bit more seriously in terms of your like day-to-day adult life now, like what do you get up to? What do you do? So I'm actually self-employed. I actually run two businesses, which I don't recommend. <laughs> it's a nightmare. <laughs> so my I kind of try to split my day 50-50 between each business and also split some self-care time in there too. So for example, if I've got a client at the moment that I'm doing, let's just say a logo for, for example, because I do graphic design as part of my business. I will dedicate a period of time to working on whatever it is I need for their project and then take some time in the middle of the day to just relax, read a bit, sit with a cup of tea in a blanket, that kind of thing. And then in the afternoon, I'll then take some time to do some blog admin. So uh, if I need a new update... you blog your other business? Yes, my blog is my other business. Yeah. Uh, technically, that's meant to be my main business, but I don't really make much money from it at the moment. But that's again partly actually due to my autism because I struggle with communication and with a blog you have to be able to kind of like reach out to people you know like be quite proactive in finding collaborations the first time I tried to send a pitch email I actually had a meltdown afterwards and I was like I'm not doing that again (laughs) it's the worst though because it's like you don't know if they're ever actually going to respond so it's like I'd rather a rejection than a silence please and thanks yeah definitely and I mean I get that everyone's obviously busy and you know not everyone has the time to respond but even just like no thank you we don't work with influencers or something like that so if you weren't blogging and doing graphic design what would you do my dream job when I was growing up and people I'm sure will laugh at this was I wanted to be a lawyer (laughs) I am very good at arguing I am fantastic at arguing (laughs) (laughs) believe me my family know not to start arguing with me because they will just lose and obviously a lawyer to kind of like argue their point and I'm really good at finding loopholes or yeah kind of like 
technicalities. Yes, I'm very good at that and I love crime. One of my things I did want to be was basically a criminal profiler. I loved criminal minds growing up and obviously you can't actually do that. So that wasn't really something that I could, yeah, like realistic. There was no way I was doing that. So the next best thing was lawyer. And um, my granddad pointed out that I would have to defend people I knew was guilty. And that just put a complete stop to that. I was like, nope, I don't (laughs) want to do that. (laughs) What's involved in the day-to-day of your graphic design business aside from, well, creating graphics? Uh, So there's things like just generally creating um, products, for example. Uh, I haven't actually launched this yet, but I'm going to be creating templates because obviously not everyone can afford a custom logo or a custom ebook design or anything like that and I kind of want to be as accessible as possible for as many different people especially because my audience is at my target audience is mostly small businesses when you're coming up with all these ideas and stuff do you find it difficult or I don't know you might find it easy I don't (laughs) to keep on track and stay focused on what you're working on I can struggle sometimes I'll admit I can hyper focus some days um so if I have if I've already come up with the idea, for example, and I know exactly what I want to do, I can just focus on that and I actually can work quite quickly. But I've had yeah. clients in the past where it's been maybe a bit more of a difficult brief or maybe they've not known quite what they want to include in it. So I've had to be a bit more generalized. And when I'm struggling to come up with an idea, I do everything but work on the idea like I'll go do some shopping I'll go put the washing in I'll clean the pots like yeah. anything that I can do to not be working on that project because I can't think of an idea and it annoys me so how do you overcome it like obviously it's your source of income when you're responsible for that like what do you do so usually actually taking myself out of the task help and doing the things that I joke is procrastinating do actually help because my subconscious kind mm-hmm. of works out whatever it is that I'm struggling with uh so if I if I can't figure out the right color scheme for example I'll maybe do some hoovering a bit whatever it is that I feel like doing at the time and then every so often like after a while so I don't know maybe 10-15 minutes sometimes longer my brain will just kind of go oh have you thought of doing that and then that'll be the perfect idea and I'll move forward with it taking myself yeah. out of that stressful situation because otherwise I just get myself so wound up and so annoyed that I can't do it perfectly straight away that I end up making myself worse in the long run if that makes sense so it's, it's better to just yeah. kind of like take a step backwards and then come back to it with fresh eyes that's really like good advice I think it's applicable for like quite a few scenarios as well do you ever find that being autistic hold you back aside from reaching out for clients with blogging like is there any other ways that it has an implication in the way you're in business I think sometimes taking risks uh, I am not a person that steps out of the comfort zone very much so I think unless I know exactly what it is I'm going to be doing I get really really anxious and will put off doing something so like I said on what end is that so like on your end, knowing where you want to go with something or on like if there's an opportunity coming in, not having a full brief or information about it. Mostly when I don't have the full information about a brief, if I don't know exactly what I need to do. Uh, so like I said, with reaching out, for example, I don't exactly know what the social rules are. Like, how do I word this? Is this polite? You know, do you smile at faces? Because otherwise people think you're being rude and yeah. 
but if you don't use smiley faces they can't understand what you're saying and it's, it's really complicated to me but I'm sure to other people it's like oh that's just common sense whereas I'm like I don't really get that <laughs> like I don't have that script in my head <laughs> yeah but there are ways I can get around it I'm part of a few memberships specifically for like small businesses or uh, blogging and there's things like templates or I'll ask other people like what do you do in this situation and then I write out like scripts if I don't know exactly what to do I'll ask either someone in my membership or someone I'm friends with and it'll be a case of right the way I do it is I send this email I say this this and this if they don't get back to me in a week then I'll send this follow-up email and then if they don't get back at all then I'll not do anything else you know you kind of like get a wider amount of views on different things and then try and like pick out what's most common or what works for me and that's been quite helpful in trying to get past kind of like that fear because if I don't know what I what to expect I just won't do it whereas if I can kind of kind of come up with a script then at least I know like a vague idea what might happen and it can push me forward just a little bit enough to do it sometimes which adds that extra level of like comfort and makes you think right I'll give it a go yeah I'm trying to get into the mindset of what's the worst that could happen but having anxiety means my brain can tell me everything that could go wrong so have you thought of like any times where being autistic's giving you the edge main ways so one of which could say is real life and one that's not real life I am fantastic at like spotting things so like you know if you play like shooter games I can spot when opponents are or things like the old professor Layton games I'm quite good with puzzles and riddles and things so I can go okay. quite easily my boyfriend plays a lot of Witcher 3 at the moment because uh, he's in love with the Netflix series and we've gone back to playing that again and you have to spot things with your Witcher sense and it t- flashes up red and I can spot them when he can't and it's just like yeah over there you need to go that way <laughs> so that's like really helpful <laughs> to him at least does that skill translate into business at all or is it just I'm a sick gamer <laughs> partly sick gamer partly it does play into business um partly when I had a job um I there was mm-hmm. one instance where there was a very important file that had just gone missing no one had any idea yeah. where it was where it had gone they didn't even know who'd seen it last um and I'd already finished all my tasks that was like I was meant to do before dinner I said oh well I'll, I'll have a yeah. look you guys have got your tasks I finished mine let me have a look see if I can figure out where it is and because I kind of think outside the box or the way I would is I don't have a box at all um yeah. I just kind of like thought well it's probably fallen down the filing cabinet because I'd noticed that when I'd put things away in the filing cabinet before it was a real mess um like there was things underneath uh, like the dividers mm-hmm. and I'd been in charge of like fixing these up off my own back because it was bugging me that everything was just not ordered <laughs> oh mate I used to like in primary school we had the school choir and I used to like volunteer to spend my lunches putting together the choir files and it'd be like putting together <laughs> files of like papers for everyone and teachers would be like do you not want to have lunch like no I'd rather do this thing yeah I used to do that all the time they'd be like I'll go do the registers I'll go tidy this up they're like don't you want to go out and play it's like nope. fully I loved it when it was my register day <laughs> I used to have it like every other day for registers as well because I was like highly trusted uh, in school so it was like yeah you just go get the registers like yep I'm gonna go get the registers 
so back, back back to the like now and yeah. adult life and Not business and the file so finding the yeah I'd already tidied them up and knew how messy they could get when people didn't put them away properly that was like the first place I went to go look and supposedly these other people had all gone and looked in these files you know they said they couldn't find them anywhere and within five minutes because I knew the alphabetical order I knew what, roughly where it'd probably be I found it right underneath all the other stuff that had got messed up since I'd last done it and it was there. And I've never seen the amount of relief on people's faces as when I gave them that file back. So day-to-day motivation-wise, so that you take a break in the middle of the day. Um, so I have like a normal nine-five and know that if I don't go in, like I'm probably going to get yeah. the sack. How do you keep yourself motivated to keep your business going? I'm actually quite good with motivation because this is my passion. Like this is my business. I'm super passionate about it. The problem I have is getting me to stop work. <laughs> I am one of those, I will be up at seven o'clock in the morning, start working at half seven before I've even properly finished eating my toast and don't stop working till like 11 o'clock at night when I'm in my pyjamas ready to go to bed. It's a nightmare trying to get me to actually like switch off from work mode. But that's what comes in a lot. Um, he kind of like makes me take breaks. What do you do when you do switch off? I read a lot, um, play on Xbox. I used to, well, I used to do dancing when I was younger. Oh, what type? Uh, quite a lot of different types, actually. The only thing I couldn't do was ballet, because apparently I didn't fit into their little categories that you could do. I love Latin. Um, Charleston's in particular. Don't ask me why, but I do want to start it up again. What advice would you give to an autistic person wanting to start their own business? And like, what, what how do I phrase it? We'll go with advice first. I think the main advice would be to try and find other people that are doing what you want to do um, whether that be autistics or non-autistics and just kind of like get their advice it can be really difficult to reach out and talk to them like I know that as well as anyone because I'm rubbish at it but getting that perspective so you know what's coming is really helpful I mean when I started mine it was I didn't really know what I was doing there's all these hidden downfalls that you can have like I mean don't even get me started on tax and HMRC that is just my idea of hell <laughs> but getting help with that is so important um like I've got one of my mentor groups that I'm part of and like I the first time I ever did my tax return I was bombarding the uh, person that owns that with just a million questions and bless her she was lovely with it but it's built up an actual like friendship with her so that'd probably mm-hmm. be another thing to try and sort of like build up the friendships a little now obviously like that's something that I know a lot of us can struggle with but on social media I've personally found that to be a little easier than in real life because there's kind of like a delay so if someone sends you a message I can think about it I can look back and have I worded that right should I use an emoticon to make sure that they know that I'm like laughing or smiling or something and that delay does make it a little bit easier and then you just kind of have to keep at it like I hate saying that because it sounds like so cliche but it does get a little bit easier once you've got over those first hurdles. You mentioned that there are so many like hidden things and unsaid things so what is something that you wish someone had told you before you started? Good question. (laughs) You can think about it. Maybe the moment (laughs) to think. Whilst Jade's taking a moment to think of her answer, it would really help me out and probably help a lot of other people out if you could rate and leave a comment or 
share this episode, you know, I spend a lot of time doing this and you've listened this far so you've clearly liked it. If you could tell a friend to tell a friend or if you have new friends, just, just drop a comment, it's totally fine. Let's do something. Support, you know, it's nice. Oh, I think Jade's ready. Sometimes when you're working with brands, um, they don't always say exactly what they mean. So it can be, oh, we want this. So you think, great, I can do that. And then it turns out that they want extra things or what they meant by what they said originally didn't mean that. And there was some kind of like hidden meaning that you meant to just suddenly understand. Uh, Just like industry jargon and not fully. Yeah. And especially if you're working with like a specific industry, uh, that's like not a blogging industry, mm-hmm. for example. So like if you're in like fans, there's a lot of like hoops to jump, for example. Or if you're in yeah. like government or like an industry that's giving advice, you have to make sure that everything is very specifically correct. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. So sometimes what you think you're going to be doing is actually going to be completely different because it's that particular industry. I think advice I would give there is ask upfront exactly what it is you're going to be doing because sometimes they can say oh we need this this and this but there's additional things they need that I think they just assume you know if that makes sense yeah totally so this has been great (laughs) thank you for sharing just well everything and I think it'll be really helpful for people who want to like potentially start their own businesses or just want to know a bit more about blog see now a good podcast host would use this time to give you a quality outro but I don't know what's coming up next week. I've already asked you to rate, subscribe, and, you know, share the episode. And Jade was a great guest, said that to her. I mean, I'll let you know as well. Wasn't Jade a great guest? But other than that, I'm just going to let you get on with your day, mate. Like, I've taken up enough of your time.